Welcome back to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. Our mission is to share what we have learned from our experience and the experience of others to help you make more money investing like a pro. We want to teach you how to create wealth by investing in real estate the Discount Property Investor way. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, visit freewholesalecourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. Thanks for tuning in. To the Discount Property Investor Podcast, your host, Mike Slane. Uh, it is February 2021, and we are finally getting out of this little cold snap. We're stuck in here in the Midwest, and I'm excited to see that snow melt. Uh, it has been good for driving for dollars, though, guys. I love getting out there and driving when it's snow has been sitting around for a week because it is easy, easy, easy to find those properties that somebody isn't living in. Today, we are lucky. We're joined with another Midwesterner. We've got Johnny here from Homeroom. Johnny, welcome to the show, man. How are you? I'm doing great, man. It's really, really a privilege to be here. And um, yeah, it's good to have someone that's in our neck of the woods. So they really understand yeah. how cold it has been. <laughs> so. Exactly. We're used to these winters in the Midwest occasionally, but man, it's just been not fun, you know? And yeah. When it drops snow. below negative 10 and you know, I live in a basement, it does not, it does not stay very warm. So. Right. Right. Yeah. That gets cold, man. All right. So Johnny, tell me a little bit about yourself and about this homeroom idea. So uh, I, I learned about it and was pretty intrigued. Um, it, it's basically, I mean, it's co-living, right? So you're kind of, mm -hmm. I mean, describe that to me, describe it to our, our audience and, and what that is and, and how that works. Yeah. So co-living is essentially, as we like to say, is uh, roommate living with luxury apartment amenities managed by a third party company. So Homeroom has 190 units or bedrooms in Kansas City and Texas. And what we provide to, we help, one of the biggest challenges in roommate living or shared living is finding roommates. So part of what we do is help match roommates to make sure that they're compatible. Uh, we also provide, you know, yard care, maid service, and we do kind of online and offline social engagement. So community events like a luxury apartment building. That's interesting. Okay. So is it, and you say it's rooms and I, you may have said it and I, I just wasn't paying close enough attention is it in single family houses or are they in um like more apartments or is it both or is it anything what's the yeah so homeroom is specifically single family homes co-living is a more broad definition than that there are companies that do they redo apartment buildings and do it in larger cities like new york and san francisco but homeroom is specifically single family homes okay awesome that's uh that's very good so then uh, i think um, that's going to lead into my next thought on Homeroom, uh, which is how do I sign up for Homeroom or what other markets are you getting into or uh, what, what what are you looking for as your target? Are you looking for more houses to host people or is it more, um, you know, uh, tenants that you're looking for? What's your what's your major thing or is it both? I mean, yeah. So, you know, mostly looking for houses. Um, well, we have. In 2020, we helped a lot of real estate investors buy houses. And home, what Homeroom does is we're one of the only companies that in the United States that offers this is a turnkey property purchasing solution, which you can come to us with 50 grand or 100 grand if it's Austin, because Austin is crazy. Um, and we'll help you find a property for co-living. We'll help you set it up. Uh, we'll do some remodeling if necessary, and then we'll manage it for you. And that's 
and then we'll guarantee rent. So that's a that's one of our core models, and we'll continue to do that forever. Uh, but what we're actually doing in 2021 is a little bit different. We're actually helping investors that already have properties or want to source their own properties do it with us. Um, we're building essentially what's the Airbnb for co-living. So what you will be able to do is if you have an investment property in a relative, you know, near a city or in any kind of um, relatively dense location, you can list your property on our platform. We'll provide you with roommate tenants. We'll also provide you with instructions on how to manage roommates. And then we'll resolve any uh, roommate disputes. So what you will do is give the tenants and give you the, the framework and your returns go up 30 to 40% using our model, which is awesome. Wow, that's pretty slick. So, and that's what, man, I, I can't even imagine the disputes that some of the people get into. Uh, I figured that would be like uh, a man property <laughs> management headache on steroids when you're just trying to pair up you know people to live together right i mean is that i mean we're pretty good at it uh, you know the key is really the early stage screening we do a pretty thorough screening we do a video interview and then the roommates get to interview their future roommate uh via a video call so that helps make sure that everyone gets along going into the situation so we really don't i mean um you know we may do we may have a serious roommate dispute once a quarter so they generally everyone gets along and if there's issues we we have processes in place. We actually have a professional mediator that'll step in and have a conversation with everyone. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, again, I think sometimes, unfortunately, that, that probably, like you said, once a quarter, you know, it's going to happen. But you've got, what, sure. 130, you said, units? Uh, that uh, 190. 190. Yeah. So, again, that's yeah. uh, to be expected when you have that many people, you know, sharing mm -hmm. space. Um, when we say roommates... Uh, I guess since we're talking about single family properties, we're really talking about, I mean, for the most part, somebody's going to have their own room though, right? I mean, each person gets their own room when they're, they're sharing. Yeah, we, we're only, we only do private bedrooms yeah, at this time. Okay. Um, we are exploring allowing couples to live together. One of the challenges with roommate houses is, you know, showers. You don't want to have too many people to a shower. You also want to make sure there's ample parking. Um, so that's one of the reasons we are trying to figure out how to work with couples but you just having that extra car and that extra person can be a little bit of a challenge i bet yeah yeah it's funny funny timing man i uh i was watching uh or i was actually showing my daughter youtube videos um <laughs> and one of the ads came up and it was for uh i think it was called odd couples and again you've probably you're probably more tuned into this than i am but this is the first time <laughs> i saw this and okay. it was it was called odd couples and what it is is they they are saying they're matching uh, elderly people with younger people, and the idea <laughs> is like to live with them as roommates. And the idea is the younger person gets a really inexpensive place to live, and the older person gets someone to help with like daily tasks they can't always do, like you know if they can run to the grocery store and pick up groceries when they're shopping and stuff like that. So I just thought that's really interesting. And this uh, hmm. your, your your whole business is you know kind of basically that you know except for not you know with the seniors and the young ones it's just this co-living um, yeah is an interesting concept so that i guess that leads to another question or thought that i have about hermum is do you have people who live in a house by themselves and then just say hey johnny can you help me uh get a tenant in one of my bedrooms you know something something like that is that someone else interested well, in working with or? yeah we have done that before but it's frankly one of the challenges with and that's like the house hack meth option kind of yeah. and we, we we support house hackers and one of the things that we're really excited about in our new model is that there are tens of thousands of house hackers out there that have bought houses for roommates um and then they're like okay now i'm 
kind of done house hacking. What do I do now? Do I kick everyone out? Do I move to a new place and try to manage this roommate house? There's not really a great roommate kind of uh, management option or like a platform in which you can keep a roommate house going. And that's really what Homeroom's here to do. Um, oh, that's, that is cool. So like, again, yeah. you know, somebody like, again, and we want to be real estate investor, they start house hacking and they say, okay, mm -hmm. I need to move out. Uh, but I got four people living here or three other people living here in the other bedrooms. What do I do? So you guys can yeah. step in and help them out. And yeah. And I personally have tried to manage like a roommate house remotely at when I moved out, yeah. you know, I moved in with it and that just, it's a tricky thing to keep going successfully and keep the culture going. And so that's really, I mean, I built homeroom kind of for myself to do that with my roommate houses that I had created from house hacking. Um, and so it's really sort of an option for people like myself or other people to use this as a tool to like transition into their own house without having to shut down their roommate house. Because a lot of times the financials of the house hack were around having roommates. You built, you already have furniture there. That's perfect for roommates, all that stuff. So um, yeah, and we, we don't typically help people find roommates specific. We're not really exactly a roommate matching service. Right. We find that, you know, there's the ecosystem of a roommate house is something that's, um, it's better when it's set up holistically versus just trying to match roommates, you know? And so we like to have the house review the setup of the house and make sure that the space works before putting the people in. And so when you just do a roommate match, it doesn't kind of, it's not as holistic and complete as that. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is also something, again, I just have never, never thought about <laughs> in the, in the real sure. space. Um, I mean, in, in my world anyways, I've always seen some of the, you know, the lower end properties where they'll have, you know, just subletting room by room. Uh, but this mm -hmm. is definitely not that case. I mean, it's, it's nicer. I mean, it's, I assuming I'm assuming here, you got decent properties and pretty decent areas. Mm -hmm. If you're talking yep. about, you know, uh, Kansas city, I'm assuming, um, more of the, uh, uh, the suburban side of it more so than the, the city center. Same thing with, uh, you said it was Austin. Is that right? The second location, Austin and Dallas. Um, oh, yeah. oh, excellent. Yeah. We're all, we're all over Dallas. Um, in Kansas city, we're, yeah, we, we do try to stay in areas that are nicer that young professionals would want to live in. So that's sort of really our target market. Um, I think with the platform, we're going to be a little bit more open to, you know, if houses are not in the most ideal location and someone's like wants to use our platform, then that's okay because it'll be their house sort of drawn. But for, for, for today, we're in a very nice area. It's typically BB plus areas, Overland Park, um, Prairie Village, stuff like that. So, okay, cool. And so yeah. you say your platform, um, d describe that again just for me because, again, I'm trying to understand. It's, sure. uh, again, I, I know the concept now. And you mentioned the services that you offer, but I mean, kind of go into that a little bit more for me. So uh, we've got a property, it's in not as nice of an area, but you're willing to do what for it though? I mean, again, are you, just mm -hmm. describe it again if you could. Yeah, so the new platform that we're, we're working on is essentially Airbnb for co-living properties. So just like Airbnb, if you own a property um, and you're like, this could be really nice for a vacation rental based on location or some other thing. Um, you can list your property as a host on Airbnb and then Airbnb will provide the framework in which uh, short-term stayers will and, and guests will come and book your property. Very similar to that. So it, with, with Homeroom, you'd find a house and you're like, well, it has a lot of bedrooms. Um, it seems like a place that young people would want to live. This is great, but I can't, I don't know how to do a roommate house. It just doesn't mm -hmm. make sense to me. So you'd list it on our platform, just like Airbnb and become a host. 
um, we would give you guidelines on how to set up the property. And typically it would require some light furnishing, uh, maybe a TV, nothing as extensive as a short-term rental, but just the basics, right? So some roommates can move in. It's hard for roommates to get their own furniture and you don't really want them to because they usually will find the cheapest thing and they don't have a truck and it's just, it's a mess. So we have guidelines for you if you want to be a host for a co-living property. And then we'll direct, then we'll fill it up with young professional tenants and then you'll be all set. And typically, you know, in some cases, rent has gone up 100% versus what it would rent on a, a typical open market. Um, but it go, it's all over the board from 50 to 100% increase so what, in rental income. Uh, on, on the furniture thing, because like an Airbnb, and I'm just going to compare mm -hmm. and contrast, because that is my familiarity, at least in, sure. in uh, this set all. Uh, mm -hmm. With an Airbnb, you have to do full furnishing. And on this one, you said kind of mm -hmm. light furnishing, like a TV and a couch. What about in the bedroom itself? Are you Are you putting in a dresser and a bed? or are they they're that's, bringing that's not something that we, we actually at home room don't furnish uh the bedrooms we do have an option within the in, within the uh guest facing side in which they can request a room be furnished and then we'll have the furniture that will increase the price of the room we have we'll have a professional furnishing company bring the furniture and then remove it after they move out but we we prefer to have folks that are going to stay a bit longer and people that want to stay longer want to bring their own furniture so that's sort of our model Exactly. Again, so yeah, Airbnb short term, they're not bringing furniture with them. But uh, again, somebody who's staying six months or 12 months um, yeah, is going to be a little bit longer. So what are the lease terms then for the, the tenants? I mean, they're not really guests. They're, they're basically tenants at this point. Mm. Um, I mean, do you, you have 12 month leases or how do you guys manage that? Yeah, our default is sort of a 12 month lease that automatically renews if you know they don't have to do anything to keep living there. Um, you can go down to three months uh, and that's no problem, but typically the price goes up. So anytime you're kind of adding more churn and more vacancy risk, then you have to pay a little bit more for that. Yeah, so. that makes sense. I mean, again, as a, yeah. as an owner of a house, I'd want that or, you know, the, mm -hmm. I think most, most tenants would expect that as well. You know, hotels are way more expensive than renting a house for a month. So totally. Yeah. And our average stay ends up being between 12 and 13 months. Um, and our goal, honestly, is to get that even longer. So it's it's not. Um, I do. Th we we are seeing you know a lot of changes in terms of young adult living patterns. They're staying places, not a, you know they're they're moving around more, um, and more and more of them are not living in studio apartments. We you know young adults, and that's a kind of a general classification. But twenty to thirty ish, um, only one in five of them are living alone today. 52% uh, of them are living with their parents, which is because probably of the COVID and the, the, the economy, and 26% of them are living with roommates. So what we're finding is kind of like, this is this sort of living model, which is where it's more flexible, it's more common, and you don't quite have to bring as much stuff, is becoming more and more, is becoming more and more popular with people in this age range. Now we think over time, this living kind of pattern and kind of more migrant, less you don't have to furnish, you don't, when you move, it's easier. I think that's going to become more and more kind of widespread throughout all of residential uh, real estate. So, yeah, no, I tend to agree with you. And I think that you, you kind of hit the nail on the head. And that is another topic, I guess, would be is how has COVID affected, you know, homeroom? I mean, I, I think that some people would be very, very hesitant to do the co-living uh, given, you know, all the, the hoopla about COVID. Um, I mean, maybe not in your, your target age group though. Uh, again, since it's younger people, they, they may not have as much fear with that. So uh, is there any 
Uh, or have you had many issues with that? Or yeah, you don't hear the term hoopla every day, so I like that. Yeah, by the way, um, <laughs> um, so we we actually we did we we were sort of in a good phase. We were set up in a good spot for COVID. Um, we sort of we we slowed our expansion down. Um, we were adding, you know, a couple houses a month and we slowed it down to just adding one every other month. Um, and we dropped our vacancy to about zero. Uh, we didn't find, we found that no one wanted to leave and we had mm. some people that still wanted to come. So the demand was still um, pretty strong based on the amount of inventory we had. Um, and so it wasn't, it wasn't really an issue. We have a pretty firm COVID protocol. Uh, but because everyone, the average age in at home is 27, that, I think that lowered the stress tremendously. Right. If we were doing roommate houses for folks that are retired, that would be different. It would be, I don't know, the stress, my stress personally would have been much, much higher. So, well, yeah. Uh, so kind of like that one that I would, that I saw the commercial for like odd, odd couples or whatever it's called. If you're matching a, a 20 something with a senior, I mean, shoot, yeah. the senior has every reason to be scared. Whereas the 20 something's got to go to work and, you know, stuff like that. So it's like that. It's a tough combination in 20, yeah, in exactly. 2020 for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. It's it sounds like a fun game show in maybe 2022. Yeah, or reality <laughs> show or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Good, uh, you know, comedy gold in there, but uh, for sure, yeah, not something I necessarily would want to do. Um, so how does Homeroom or how does your platform help um, an investor like me? And again, not necessarily <laughs> like me because I'm not in Kansas City, but again, when you get to St. Louis, I know I'll be having to reach out to you guys because our Airbnbs are doing well, but we, we always like to keep the model, you know, growing and diversified. So mm -hmm. uh, how does someone like me get set up and how do we take advantage of um, your, your services so that we can kind of manage it more like our normal stuff, which is, you know, we, mm -hmm. we think about it once a year, you know, or, or less. Right. Yeah. I mean, and our platform will more or less allow that. Um, so, I mean, you have a, you when we get to St. Louis, you have a couple options with us. And, you know, since you are driving for dollars, I know which one you'd probably take. But one is we'll have a local partner real estate agent that will actually look on the MLS and off market to find properties that match exactly what we're looking for. It means, a, you know, above 2,000 square feet, typically two, sh two full bathrooms at least, a good amount of parking. We typically tend to avoid HOA neighborhoods. And if you do short-term rentals, I'm sure you do too. Yep. Um, so... We can help you enter the co-living market by buying a property for, specifically for that purpose. That's option one. Option two is if you already have a property and if you have a you know you have an Airbnb and you're like ah, it's not performing as well or I'd like a more stable investment, co-living is a lot more consistent than Airbnb would be. Then the conversion is pretty simple um, since you would probably already have pictures of a furnished property. Um, you would just go on our platform like Airbnb and list it, right? And so. We, we have, you know, professional leasing agents that are even more full service than Airbnb. They're actually actively filling houses with these roommates, um, setting up interviews between the roommates, making sure they, they get along. And then depending on if you'd like us to do the full property management in which we actually would do all the maintenance for you um, or and we would do all the utility setup and all that stuff. Or if you want to manage that, we have two different price tiers for that, depending on how active you want to be. Awesome. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, you guys will do full, basically full service property management. It sounds like, or mm -hmm. uh, work with owners who want to want to still have their uh, uh, yeah. finger or pulse uh, on the on the property as well. So that's very, very yeah, good. yeah. I mean, with Airbnb, you've got 
services like Vacasa, um, you know, where they'll do the property management for you um, and they'll take a cut. And so we're sort of an integrated, our company is integrated in the sense that we do, we are Airbnb with Vacasa and one in a sense um, that we will do the full service management if you like, but if you don't, that's fine with us too. Um, and we'll let you do that. Very cool. Yeah. I mean, our preference, we, we try to get as passive as possible, even though passive income isn't truly a real thing. I mean, again, you're nope. in real estate, you know, the, you know, the truth, uh, there is passive <laughs> tax differently, but it doesn't always mean it's passive, right? Correct. Cool. Um, well, Johnny, I, I loved having you on and learning a little bit more about homeroom. Uh, I I'm going to send people to your website. I'll put a link below as well. Uh, in the show notes and uh, below this. But uh, if they're looking for more info on Homeroom, where do they go? Is it just the website? Yeah, livehomeroom.com. Um, you can uh, dash invest is where our investors can go to learn more about our products. Uh, you can always reach me personally at johnny at livehomeroom.com and I'm happy to answer any questions there. Um, but yeah, our website has got 24-7 um, chat support. So you can go on there and ask us questions. We're happy to help. Awesome, man. Well, before before we wrap up, though, I did want to see if you had any interesting stories um, about having so many different roommates. I, I, I saw here it says from having 132 roommates. So is that you personally or is that uh, the home that's room? Home room. Gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> yeah. So tell me something crazy that's uh, that's come about. Obviously, no names or too many details. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, so we had a... Um, we had actually a, an older gentleman who lived at one of our houses and he had collapsed in his backyard. Mm. Um, and so I think there's some, there's like some really cool value behind having young people in some of these aging neighborhoods. Cause there's just no one, you know, like to have, uh, you want like, kind of like the show you were talking about, you want to, you kind of want to pair age demographics together versus having them all clustered by the, you know, in uh, homogeneous groups. So he, my the roommate actually call, ended up calling um, the nine one one and saved the guy's life. So that was that was pretty cool. It was like a proud awesome. homeroom moment. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, <laughs> we've definitely had a number of times where items have been stolen from the fridge. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. So that, you know, and stuff like that. And we've had you know little roommate inner roommate conflicts and all that. But you know, it was kind of a cool hero story where the roommate like saw the guy crumpled down on the grass and saved his life. So it was, it was awesome. Um, that is definitely cool. been a couple of time where we had people in COVID and we had roommates like giving them soup, like through the door because <laughs> they were quarantined <laughs> in their room, which was hard, but you know, it's better than being alone. I think in, in 2020 is having roommates. That yeah. Would do that. So yeah. Yeah. Very cool, man. Well, yeah. Johnny, yeah. Thank you so much for joining me. Any other uh, things you want to say, uh, feel free to say it. Otherwise we'll go ahead and wrap up and uh, I will definitely have to reach out to you guys again, maybe even start looking in Kansas city uh, to expand our little, our little portfolio. So awesome, man. We'd love to work with you at any time. Feel free to reach out. It was really, really nice talking to you. Same man. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank okay. You thank you. Thanks for listening to the discount property investor podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, and subscribe to help us reach a wider audience. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, visit freewholesalecourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. We would also appreciate it if you left us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. 
Thank you in advance for your support. And remember, you make your money when you buy. You get paid when you sell. Now let's go build some wealth.